I suppose we should do this. I don't want to keep Steve out in the balcony for longer than he needs to be. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's actually do this. Let me just let's crack it out. Stretch it out. Okay. Hi, everyone. This is Bob's Cast with Kim and Emily, your Bob's Burgers rewatch podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about season two, episode six, Dr. Yap. I wish it had a funnier name, to be honest. There's so many things that happen in this episode, but to the point, Dr. Yap. (laughs) Yes. I guess he's like the most important part of the episode, too, because we get to meet him and... Maybe not, but he's like, he sets everything in motion. He does. He does set every single thing in motion. You are correct. So would you like to get us started on the fast facts? Sure. So the Hulu recap is Linda's sister, Gail, joins the family ski trip. But before she does, so she picks up a heavily medicated Bob from Dr. Yap, the family dentist. When Bob mistakes Gail for Linda and kisses her, Gail falls for Bob. So Bob turns to Dr. Yap for help. (laughs) So the shop next door's name is Stickers for Men, which I love. (laughs) Like, what do you think those stickers would be? Because this one I don't think has like a separate, you know, secondary sign. It's just power tools <laughs> stickers of drills stickers just, of yeah binoculars. just like a drill yeah maybe like a fishing rod <laughs> like a smoker bass. like a meat smoker yeah totally i love just it just a steak steak sticker yeah steak Great. sticker okay. yep the pest van name is wicked witch of the pest and it has an image of a witch stepping on some cockroaches and then the burgers of the day that we have are it's fun to eat at the rye mca burger which comes on rye with mustard cheese and avocado so that's the mc and a yes and then we officially get to meet dr yap obviously in this episode he's our biggest character introduction that we get we had seen a picture of him in the nude in art crawl or a drawing i guess i should say of him in the nude um that tina did artistic representation rendering yes so we know that he's been kind of in the you know in the ether this whole time, but we meet him for the first time. And we also meet the Prince of Persuasia, who is in later episodes under different names. And Dr. Yap is voiced by the incredible Ken Jong, who has done a million things. Hangover was his like first role that he had. Yes. In community he's been in. He's like a host on the Mass Singer. He's like done a ton of different cameos over the years and things. He's maybe in everything. we should um, call him Doctor Ken Jong though. Yes, since he is an actual, is an actual like doctor, heart yes. surgeon or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. So Doctor Yap is voiced by Doctor Ken Jong. <laughs> yes, and then the Prince of Persuasia is voiced by Rob Hubel. I guess he's been in a lot of things. He's in Children's Hospital. Dr. Owen My Show. I've never watched that show. Have I have you? also never watched Children's Hospital, but whenever I see someone's name that I don't recognize, I just go to their IMDb page. Yes. And that's like the longest running role. Thing I'm assuming it's in. like a main character in Children's yeah. Hospital. But I know him as Russell in the league. So then some random facts that we found from the wiki. Yeah, not very, not many, very this many time. Yeah, yeah. There were I mean there were more in there, but like Sometimes the facts that are on the wiki are just like, 
this got blah blah million viewers and i'm like i don't care yeah i'm not gonna put that <laughs> yeah no one cares about that apparently this episode broke the chain of episode order in season two because it's production number is not the same as its broadcasting number yeah that happened a lot you in know? season one where yeah. i don't know where it was supposed to go that one didn't have like because it this one kind of like threw off the entire order of the rest of the season like i think that this one was supposed to be later in the season and because it uh, okay. moved forward it just like went a little bit yeah, nuts yeah. the mm-hmm. only thing that was supposed to stay or that did stay was beef squatch being the end oh so, okay yeah this one getting put at episode yeah. number six i think just threw off the rest of the order but that happened but it's such a, a short season too oh, you know what i mean it's, all, season, it's only yeah. nine episodes so maybe they were like eh, whatever like we'll just move some things around and... yeah or maybe this one like they were like working on a few things concurrently and this one was just the most finished so they were like Fuck, let's go <laughs> let's get right. it in but yeah this one's also a really short season season three is like back to the it's like the first full length season it has like 23 episodes or something so yes Anyways, yeah. But this happened, you know, it happened a lot in the first season, but I don't think that this one actually um, created any weird continuity errors like some of them did no. in the first season, so. Yeah. Because each one, each episode in the season, I feel like, is kind of like a standalone, Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, with introductions for the to most characters, part. but it is yeah. mostly a lot of standalone plots. Like, even this, like, it's hilarious, but, like, Gail never has unrequited feelings for Bob again. Mm-hmm. They make, like, one reference, I think, to Gail and Dr. Yap having kind of been together in the episode where Tina gets her, or not Tina, Louise is afraid of the dentist. Yeah. They, like, Dr. Yap Yeah, because she's, like, like there with him. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, Dr. Yap names his jacuzzi Jacuz, which is a reference to Emily? I think Emil? it's Emile. Zola's open letter Jacques. Jacques. And apparently the original motion picture soundtrack to the movie Milk that Gail gives to Tina was never released on cassette, only on CD. So, fun <laughs> little fact. Yeah, whoever found that out, I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> yes, that's like a deep, a deep dive for sure. So then some goofs that we found is that when Gail is skiing, her hat disappears and reappears in different shots dr yap's toolbox and rubber gloves disappear when bob spits out the cotton balls from his mouth after getting his tooth pulled and then they don't appear again when the camera zooms out when linda tells the kids not to spit shine the tables text reading r to bg appears on the counter but disappears quickly and that's probably like from their like sketching animation stage of things yeah i had been trying to figure out what it could mean because i'm assuming bg is background but like yeah i didn't know what r could be rag yeah red well i don't know i like have no idea how to even like like there must be so much involved in like actually animating yeah Yeah. something that like i wouldn't even like know what to guess of like oh like you know BG means like blue and green. You know what I mean? Like Maybe I would it even is have red like no idea. Green, honestly, who knows? My brain <laughs> you know. just says background for BG. Yeah, no, that that would make sense. But so then another potential goof, but potential maybe just like universe, you know, storyline that we don't see but like occurs, is that Gail says she always wanted to drive a car, but then in later episodes she has her own car. So 
maybe that's a goof, like continuity wise. Maybe she went to driving school and passed, which I would love to see an episode on that, but I would we don't know. I love that. Honestly, <laughs> I want like, Gail at the DMV. <laughs> I know that Gail is one of those char- like there's a few characters in Bob's that are kind of like controversial in the sense that like people either really love them or really don't like them at all. And I feel like Gail yes. is one of those where like, you know, her demeanor is just not everyone's jam. But I think that a episode centered on like <laughs> What does Gail do every day? Yes. Would be oh my god, so fascinating. Like yes. what does she do? We know she Or like runs- where she gets those ideas of like if I like it's not sad to fall asleep alone cuz like everyone else is dead or like whatever. Like where did that come from? Like what are her, you watching? Oh my god. And then when <laughs> she does doing? her like art thing and she's like, "Okay, let's paint in blood and then paint in spit." Like where did you mm-hmm. come up with that? Mm-hmm. Why did And then you you had the the foresight to just spit in a jar so everyone would have spit like what's happening <laughs> gail i just yeah i want to know she's like she is on top of things like, how do you well, when do you wake up how do you yeah. know what to start your day with like what i just want to yeah i would love to see an anthology yes. episode like instead of just a even if it's even they can make it like a regular thing where the kids you know tell stories about stuff but they're like oh i bet this is what gail does all day yes and then like, like we they're actually imagining see what she does yes totally and it's like crazier than what the kids come up with or something yeah like, I like would they could never that. yes like as um as the crazy aunt in my family like <laughs> i want a crazy aunt episode <laughs> yes just to see what's going on just to what see what's going to. on with her cats like i own cats i'm also right? on meds like i'm basically gail so <laughs> i want to i love it, it. <laughs> right see what see what's going on in that world um, so the A story that we have is after a very unfortunate incident involving Bob being drugged up after his dentist appointment, we have a weird love triangle between Bob and Linda and Gail and an eventual attempt at a setup between Gail and Dr. Yap. And then the B story is Tina tries to learn seduction from the Prince of Persuasia to get with Dr. Yap herself and Jean and Louise have a competition to win ownership of a jawbreaker. Yeah, so a couple of side stories with me. Yes, lot, a lot going on. <laughs> so yeah, you this ready is to another... take us? Yes, I will. Yes, sorry, this go is going to be another long <laughs> one. I'm so sorry. This is just how I am as a person. I don't really know what to tell you, but... Well, uh, let's right. get into it, girl. Oh, yes. Let us crack right into it. I wish I had like a can to open when I said that. Let's crack into it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we open the episode with the kids and Linda working in the restaurant. The kids are cleaning the tables <laughs> in a very interesting method. Louise is pouring water into Jean's mouth and then he spits it all over the table and then Tina wipes it and he's like, I'm a human spray bottle. <laughs> so perhaps not the most sanitary thing, but they are children. So it is what it is. Also, sorry if you hear random yowling. <laughs> that is chicken. He is in kitty jail. <laughs> all right. Anyways. So the kids are spit-shining the tables. Chicken is yelling at me. And uh, (laughs) Gene says he's a human spray bottle. So Linda tells him to stop. And just because Bob isn't there, that doesn't mean that they can just spit-shine the tables. So thank you, Linda, for stopping them. Yes. And Tina asks if, you know, is dad ever going to come back? (laughs) And Louise says, like, I don't know if it means anything. But when he told me goodbye this morning, he said, goodbye, Louise. I'll never, ever see you again. (laughs) So... Clearly, Bob has gone somewhere, which we learn immediately is the dentist, because Linda tells them that he's just at the dentist. Everything's fine. Chicken's still yelling at me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we immediately learn where Bob is. He is at the dentist. 
So Tina says that Dr. Yap is really dreamy and that when he's looking at her molars, it's like he's looking right into her soul and she like squishes her cheeks together. So she's like, when he's looking at my molars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we know that Tina has a Dr. Yap obsession because of the nude drawing of him that she made. Yes. During art crawl. So clearly has not gotten over her little crush. So Linda says that she's glad Tina likes the dentist, but Bob doesn't feel the same way. And getting him there is like pulling teeth. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> I love it. So then we flash to the dentist's office. The office number is 333, which makes me very angry because this show loves puns. And why did they not make it 230? Oh, <laughs> shit girl. 230. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good one. That is the best time to visit the dentist. It is the best As time. As we all know. <laughs> yeah, my appointment's at 2.30. Anyways, but it's at 3.33, so. And Bob is laying in the chair. He's talking to himself. Um, and then he sees all the dental tools kind of on the little tray thing. And he picks those up and starts, you know, talking to them and having conversations with them like he does with his food. So he picks up one that has like a kind of a hook thing. And he's like, oh, I don't like the look of you. And he makes a talk back and saying like, oh, you can trust me, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, oh, well, what about your friend? Your friend looks really scary. And then he, like, picks up another tool that kind of looks like a scalpel. I don't know why he would need a scalpel, but then that one says, I'm going to cut you. (laughs) So Bob's clearly in a good state of mind. Um, So when he's doing this, he's having the conversation with the tools, the dental assistant or the dental hygienist, whoever it is, opens the door and, you know, it scares Bob. He kind of, like, screams a little bit. And she lets Bob know that Dr. Yap will be right there um, and then tells him to not play with the tools because they're sterile. (laughs) <laughs> and Bob originally tries to be like, no, it's fine. It's fine. We're friends. And she's like, no, 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 you can't, you, you can't play with the, the things. Those are sterile. And then she's like, and th- also those aren't their voices, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. <laughs> yes. And then in the office, um, in the background, we see a poster of a tooth that's brushing itself and it says, keep on brushing. <laughs> so little tooth in the shower. Anyway, so back to the restaurant, you know, everyone's Linda, and the kids are still inside and we hear the door open, the little bell chime. Mm-hmm. And it cuts to Gail. She has just dropped two bags on the ground. One's like a flowery suitcase. The other one just looks like a grocery bag. And she says, guess who's on new meds? <laughs> Which it. is probably my favorite opening line. I know we've seen her before, but if we had not ever seen her before, that would be a fantastic intro to the character. Yes. Yes. So, um, and at this point we see Gail in her like standard outfit through the rest of the season because, or through the rest of the series. Cause when we first saw her, it was the, you know, first introduction, but so she's wearing her green mm-hmm. skirt, her pink shirt, fanny pack, white shoes, you know, classic. Yep. So Linda, who's excited ish <laughs> is yeah. like, Oh, Gail, like what a surprise. Oh, look kids. Your aunt Gail is here. You didn't even call. Who does that? Not just you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Jean's like, oh, and she brought a suitcase. So this is a surprise for everyone involved. And Gail lets them know that it's, uh, you know, she's on her way for her eat, pray, love trip around the world. And the restaurant's her first stop. And uh, Linda's like, all right, Aunt Gail got a group back. Sexy. So Gail lets them know that she's going to, she's only going to be there for a couple days. And then she's on her way to Indonesia or maybe just home and she will order Indonesian takeout and Jean is kind of like at the idea of takeout Linda tells Gail she'll take her stuff upstairs and that she can stay in Tina's room while she's there Tina's excited and she's like oh we can stay up all night gossiping and then (laughs) kind of like turns her and is like what's up with Linda lately (laughs) (laughs) I love it (laughs) Um, and then Gail remembers she brought some gifts that she picked out at a truck stop so always going to be the best gifts 
mm-hmm. takes them out of her suitcase before Linda goes takes up upstairs or maybe the plastic bag. I don't know. Whatever. Either way, she got Tina a cassette tape of the original motion picture soundtrack for Milk. Louise, a four-hour energy drink that she drank most of. She left Louise the last 45 minutes. <laughs> and she got Gene a jawbreaker. So Gene is really excited that he got candy. Actually, he yells that. He's like, oh, I got candy. And Louise says it's no fair because she wants candy. And she says she'll challenge Gene for it. And so Tina suggests they have a hug of war, which is really cute. And Gene says, done, and starts hugging Louise. And he's like, I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> which is really cute like my sister and i could never when we were that age my goodness and so louise like kind of pushes him away she says no it's not fair we can't use strength in this and so she says that whoever makes the grossest drink should win and tina can judge and tina agrees to it so (laughs) i don't get it i feel like she's always like just down for whatever she's like okay like If this is what I need to do. Yeah, like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll drink disgusting things so that you yeah. guys can... It's like an oldest child thing, I think, you know? <laughs> like, whatever, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm the youngest, She's always so down for it. I don't actually understand anything. So then we get a montage of them making their gross drinks. Louise grabs two dirty cups from the busser bin. Jean grabs bottles of ketchup and mustard. Louise gets a piece of moldy cheese out from the fridge. Jean like scrapes some grease off of the grill with the spatula and Louise takes some gum out from under a table like just yeah they're going for it nightmare (laughs) so Tina's like watching them putting the finishing touches on their drink she's sitting at the counter Louise is like squeezing a rag into her cup Jean is like putting the grease that he got from the grill into his cup they're both singing these little songs while they're doing it Mm-hmm. Um, Jean's like a little bit of butter, a little bit of dirt, and then Louise is like a little bit of dirt. Woo. <laughs> so <laughs> having a good time. Uh, but Linda comes out of the kitchen and takes the ketchup bottle um, away from Louise that she had just picked up. And Louise is mad. She's like, "I need that. Give it back." And uh, as soon as Linda puts it down, she takes it back again. But Linda is trying to work. She had just she had taken food and she put it on the counter by the only customer in the building. It wasn't Teddy or. Mort, I don't think. It was just like a random customer. Yeah, just a random person. has to witness this. So Gail is also down there, and so Linda's kind of complaining to Gail, and she's like, since Bob's at the dentist, I have to watch the kids and the restaurant. And Gail, nicely, honestly, offers to, you know, go pick up Bob at the dentist. She's like, oh, I can take the kids, and I can go pick up Bob when he's ready. And she's always wanted to drive a car. So that that part's (laughs) a little bit concerning. But the first part is a very helpful thing for her to do. Yes. And so Linda says thank you, and she's like, oh, the new Gale is happy and helpful. (laughs) Love it. Um, So then we cut back over to the kids. Tina's drinking the gross drinks, and she's coughing after each of them. Uh, I would be vomiting, personally, but she has a stronger stomach than I. Yes. Uh, She's a trooper. She gives her review, like like a legit critic, and she says that using dust from the floor was risky, but it paid off, and that she almost threw up, and Louise won. So... (laughs) that whole but is she's so like deadpan about it too Mm -hmm. she's just like oh and i almost threw up all right louise wins (laughs) yeah so gene takes the jawbreaker out of his mouth that he had been sucking on and louise puts it in hers and i i I can't i hate it like first of all why did tina drink all of it okay she could have just yeah she didn't need to she really chugged them but second the jawbreaker back and forth thing i don't like it 
No. There's like certain... I remember like there was like a Reddit post once about this. Like just like what's like the grossest... Or like things that you can't get over from the show that like just gross you out. And I think like this is the one... Well, the couch... Which we'll get to eventually. Like their their couch horrifies me. I but this their couch. This like like sharing like candy from like mouth to mouth, and then we'll get to it like a like a like a pulled tooth from mouth to. I can't. I like can't. No. This whole storyline just is the worst. Whatever. Like I feel like this is one of the first instances though, like where we see that they're kind of like. Not gross as a family, like that's mean, but like that they definitely, close. yeah, like have that. Normal you know, boundaries aren't really there. No, no. So I don't know. Just I'm saying it now. I won't say it again. But this whole jawbreaker thing really bothers me very much. Well, honestly, this it's not even just the jaw. This whole episode, you're right, is really weird because like the kids are sharing the jawbreaker. Linda's trying to share Bob. It's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's interesting. Anyways, so disgusting, but that's what happens. They swap. Yes. They swap the jawbreaker. Uh, so then we go back to the dentist. Uh, Dr. Yap is now in the room and asks Bob if he's ready to party. And Bob <laughs> kind of gives like a very muffled yeah, because Dr. Yap is like stuffing gauze in his mouth when he's talking, which this is so relatable. I feel like dentists do that. Like their yes. whole hand will be in your mouth and they'll be like, oh, any fun plans this weekend? And you're like, you're like, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> like, why are you asking me this? Jesus. Yeah. I don't get it. Anyways. Yeah, they do do that. <laughs> and so Dr. Yap, you know, starts saying it's been a long day, and Bob asks what happened. It is muffled, but we know that that's what he said. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so apparently Dr. Yap accidentally stuck a needle through the cheek of a patient who was in there earlier, and he just hates Mondays. And that is a fear of mine. That really is. But I forgot that I did this. I forgot I Googled this. I looked at the general rates of medical malpractice suits in dentistry after this comment. <laughs> just to see. Yeah, just to see, because I'm like, how often does it actually happen? And um, in dentistry, the highest number of claims are filed against uh, prosthodontics and then orthodontics. And then dental lawsuits are, you know, real small, more of a novelty than any other type of medicine. Um, and I, the only reason I looked it up was because fear of the dentist is really common. I also have a fear of the dentist whenever I go, really? even just to get like, um, you know, like my cleanings and stuff, they have to give mm-hmm. me the laughing gas. Um, really? Yeah. Oh. And like, oh. like yeah. an ass load of Novocaine. Like, huh. cause I, it, it, Novocaine doesn't work very well for me. They always have to give me, like if I get a filling, they have to give me like a syringe and a half of Novocaine for my teeth Ooh. to actually not feel it okay and like i get i get so panicky about fillings like actually my dentist thankfully they they know at this point but like they gave me novocaine and then they had to give me like um laughing gas because i was like hyperventilating oh and like the poor um the dental hygienist like they normally leave the room during this yeah but like yeah they have to stay in with me because she'll just kind of watch my face because occasionally you'll just see like a single tear like roll oh, down my no. cheek and she like turns it up a little bit. Oh no. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Uh, no, I get it. That yeah, it definitely is like a very common I don't I don't happen to have that fear myself personally, but like I get why people do and I I've never had a cavity though. Mm. Like 
knock on wood. So I'm like, maybe that's why. Like, because I just go and I'm like, oh, like, they're like, you're fine. Like, everything's great. Like, cool. You know what I mean? So yeah. I've never, if I had an experience, like, I had braces. Like, and mm-hmm. that's, you know, grueling in its own yeah, weird no, way. That, but that like, well, you know, like, it, I never had, like, an experience that was particularly traumatic i had my wisdom teeth pulled out like you know but nothing like crazy crazy you know what i mean like they put you out for that anyway yeah they do i woke up it was so annoying oh my god no oh my god can i tell you something so stupid so when i got mine taken out so i had all four taken out Mm -hmm. and (laughs) for whatever reason like you know like when when you wake up like you're still like under the influence of you know whatever they give you whatever it is i don't know laughing gas whatever the goofy the goofy yeah So I definitely, and I totally was like, I was in college. I was maybe like a sophomore in college. And I kind of distinctly remember being like, this is what it feels like when I drink. And I like wasn't old enough to like drink. Or like my parents, my parents are very like, whatever, straight laced. So they were like, what? But for some reason, I like demanded to see my teeth. (laughs) Like Like, the ones they took out? (laughs) Yes. I was like, I need to see them. So whatever. (laughs) I guess like, so like I said, I had taken, like gotten four taken out. But I guess like two of them, they had to like, got split in half for some reason like maybe i don't know they were grown or something yeah like so there was like six like pieces in the thing and i'm like but i'm like but there's six here and they're like no no no. like like i just i remember this so clearly even like being under like i'm like there's six here and they're like no but we took four out and like we had to cut two weirdly i'm like no no you don't understand like there's six teeth here and they're like there's not like and then i like wanted to like keep them and my mom was like no 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 (laughs) No, no, you can, no, we don't need to bring these home. Like, what? Why not? Yeah, like, but, like, so stupid. And it's, like, I'm sure that, like, I used to follow, like, in a, like a dentist account on Instagram for these videos of, like, people under, like, you know, the, the under influence the of this stuff. Yeah. Yes, and, like, how funny they'll be and, like, the things that they ask for because it's, like, it's just funny. Like, the things that you, like, like, why did I want to see my teeth? I don't know, but I did. <laughs> and they, like, brought, like, bless their hearts. They, like, brought them out in, like, a little bag. And they're, like, here they are. <laughs> well, it's like... got to be such a common thing for for people Stupid. to want. I yeah. only I only had one wisdom tooth that had to, like, I, I only had one. Um, but the way that it grew in, it was, like, at an angle. And so it had cracked mm. my back molar. And I didn't have... Mm the money to get them taken out like as soon as it started coming in like I should have so I had put it off so like the back tooth cracked and it like was getting infected so like that's when I finally went and did it because I was like in pain and it was horrible but so when I went just historically like Novocaine and also anesthesia like I I usually need a little bit of extra and I don't know if it's just because of like my weight or if it's the redhead thing I know that's like a thing that people say is that people with red hair need more anesthesia really Mm -hmm. i've never heard that before yeah something with our genes i don't know either way it's true for me so i don't know if it's necessarily all a redhead thing but um i know this because i have gotten a colonoscopy before and i woke up during Mm -hmm. colonoscopy which was annoying (laughs) so when i went to get my wisdom tooth out i like warned the doctor and i was like hey listen you're gonna think like i don't know if you're gonna think i'm just trying to like gas you up and get high on you know medical stuff but like historically like I need extra anesthesia it's a really short procedure I'm aware because it's just the two teeth that they're in the same location it's just my wisdom tooth and the back molar that it cracked that you're taking out right so you're probably going to be tempted to just you know not use very much anesthesia because it's supposed to be pretty quick but please 
please, please, please <laughs> yeah. do not do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and so, and they didn't, I don't, I guess they didn't believe me because I woke up while they were like in my mouth oh, and I was no. just like, like I did the thing where like her hand was in my mouth and I was like, huh. And she was yeah. just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Shit. I ended up getting like a second dose of anesthesia, like, I don't know, two thirds of the way through the surgery. So yeah. when I woke up, <laughs> I was just being very silly and I Oh my gosh. It was so, my sister had to pick me up. <laughs> what did you do? Bless my, bless my beautiful sister's heart. Yeah. Legitimately, not like in the mean Southern way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She picked me up and they have to, you know, when you're under anesthesia, they have to wheel you out in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So my sister was talking to the doctor. The doctor was giving her aftercare instructions and they wheeled me up and I yelled, interrupted and said, I'm in a wheelchair. And Jessica was like, <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So they wrote a prescription for just Advil, not anything stronger, to go to the fries or whatever. And then Jessica was going to take me to pick that up and then take her, take me to her house and I was going to nap. And I was like, great. So we go to the fries. My sister tries to have me wait in the car so she can just go pick up my prescription yeah, yeah. and some soft foods because I wanted cottage cheese and Go-Gurts. Yes. Um, I did not let her do that. I ran out of the car away from her yelling no. that I was an adult. <laughs> oh we, no yeah so i didn't she didn't lose me but i did run away from her very much like a child oh and no so we get to the we get to the pharmacy we're here to pick out my prescription my sister tries to pay for it because she's lovely and i love her and i physically like pushed her out of the way no and i was like i'm an adult no. and i swipe my card oh and my she was god just like, oh my god okay and so then we went and we got cottage cheese and gogurts and she tried to pay for it at the self-checkout and I'm i pushed her adult. out of the way again and i said i'm an adult Stop. and i did it and then um we got back <laughs> in the car and we got to her house and then i immediately fell asleep on the couch and that was it <laughs> all right so we're um just in case anyone's curious we're on page three of 12 so we're, we're doing pretty pretty well right now. four of 12 okay, right so now just started page four of 12 yeah okay. we're good <laughs> it has been 51 minutes we're great <laughs> <laughs> and we started talking like two hours ago <laughs> Shit. okay I'll, it's all right let's let me talk faster okay so hearing this story about the needle in the cheek throws bob into a panic um considering he already doesn't like the dentist so that makes sense and he starts trying to distract Dr. Yap after he sees Dr. Yap holding a syringe of, I assume, Novocaine. And so he's like, he points to the wall and he asks him like, oh, what's that? And he points to his guitar. And Dr. Yap says it's Greta. And then he starts tickling the guitar. And he's like, do mm-hmm. they need to tickle you? Which is yeah. <laughs> really weird. And yeah, there's an amp there. next to the guitar. So I feel like that means he just jams out in his office when he doesn't have appointments. That seems like a Dr. Yap vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Bob tells Dr. Yap that he has a really great relationship with his guitar and Dr. Yap plays like a funky little song and then goes back over to Bob with the syringe. And like every time Dr. Yap lifts up the syringe, there's kind of like that like stress, like like music. Sting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. Uh, so Bob panics again and he asks what something else is. And it turns out to be a photo of Dr. Yap at his $30,000 timeshare. He owns it with six other families, and three times out of the year, he can go up there anytime he wants. <laughs> and then the timeshare is a cabin that we, and we'll see it later, but in the photo, it's um, a cabin, there's snow, Dr. Yap is leaning against his car, holding some skis, so we get that it's like a ski vacation kind of timeshare. So then Dr. 
Dr. Yap goes back to Bob, still with the syringe, and then Bob again is like, oh, wait, 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 what's that? And this time, it's Dr. Yap's graduation medallion from the persuasion arts, which is the ancient art of picking up women. Ugh. <laughs> the Prince of Persuasia, who teaches it, has a three-step program, and apparently it works. And uh, the medallion itself looks kind of like a purple heart, like the veteran like, yeah. medal, but instead of a heart, it's a cleavage. Like, it looks like a like heart, but, like, with some cleavage, or maybe a yeah. butt. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell if it was, like, a butt or cleavage, but it's definitely, like, a female... Something. Part. Yes. Yeah. And like, then next to on. it, there's a framed photo of him and the Prince of Persuasia with their arms around each other's shoulders, so... Mm -hmm. Dr. Yap, this is an in-person course, and we're not surprised that he has taken this course, but... Okay. So Bob asks who the Prince of Persuasia is... Dr. Yap says he's a prophet, and for three payments of $900, he can be your best friend. <laughs> and Bob is like, $900? And Dr. Yap says, yeah, your negligent flossing habits are funding my one-way ticket to pound town. <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. Yap goes back to Bob, and, and before Bob can distract him again, um, sticks his gums with the Novocaine, gives him some laughing gas, and then says, you know, he'll tell Bob all about it when he comes back from Snoo City. And, like, as Bob is closing his eyes, we hear Dr. Yap going, pound town. Town of the, the town pound. Pound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun little sequence. So then we get one of those like little time card, you know, things. Yeah. It's two hours later. Uh, so he's been at the dentist for a while, so he must have had to get some actual work done. Gail and the kids arrive at the office to pick up Bob. The kids say hi. Tina gives a little awkward like, oh, Dr. Yap, like funny running into you here. Like it's not his place of business. Dr. Yeah. Yap <laughs> also says hello. He says, hello, Belger children and lady I don't know, which is Gail. And she introduces herself as Bob's sister-in-law. And Dr. Yap says, Bob never mentioned he had a semi-attractive sister-in-law. <laughs> God. And so Gail kind of does this weird little like, uh, <laughs> Bob never mentioned he had a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so can't fully tell if she's into it or not at this point, mm -hmm. honestly. So Dr. Yap tells them that Bob is back in room one and Tina like <laughs> does this little kid thing where she like kind of slowly like sidesteps towards Dr. Yap. And then mm -hmm. as soon as he looks at her, she like runs away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. So Gail goes into the room where Bob is. Bob is drugged up still. So his brain kind of like you see the animation like swirl together and Gail turns into Linda. He also apparently gets a little frisky when he's drugged up because he goes, hey, baby, you look different. Do you have some honey for these biscuits? <laughs> and like squeezes her butt and does like this weird little like. Rrr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Gail's shocked, but not offended. And she says it's been a long time since her pillows got fluffed. <laughs> and Bob says, oh, you're stupid. Let's go home. So <laughs> drugged up Bob is fun. So now they're arriving at the restaurant. The kids are unbuckling themselves. Tina says she wants to get Dr. Yap a subscription to Highlights for Christmas because he loves that magazine. And Jean says... <laughs> Sorry. No, <I> <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it is funny. Did you ever... 
I feel like that's such a dentist thing. Did you ever actually play with anything in the highlights magazines or did you? Yeah, I used to have a subscription, but my mom was a teacher. So uh, I think like she got it from school and gotcha. she would like bring it home for me. But yeah, I totally used to like read highlights and like do the puzzles and stuff. Yeah, like, I was always so sad because we only ever saw highlights at like doctor's offices and like everyone yeah. else had already done everything. Like it was yeah. like, very rare that Ooh. you got like a pristine copy of highlights right. at like, the doctor's <laughs> office. But yeah, A plus reference. So Gene says he's going to get Dr. Yap some laughing gas from his private tank. And he like points at his butt. And then Louise says she'll give him uh, her business from all the jawbreaking that she's been doing while kind of like showing off the fact that she still has the jawbreaker. Uh, so once the kids get out of the car, Bob, who still thinks that Gail is Linda, like the, you know, his adult drug addled brain is still, you know, firmly believing that it's Linda. Mm-hmm. says uh come on baby give me a smooch and he sort of kisses her he like licks her face mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh gail's like kind of sort of kisses him back by also just kind of licking him it's really weird and she's like yeah. oh your your tongue feels so much different than my cat's and then that she guesses they can go around the block one more time and she like kind of pulls away so that she can start driving and she has she has, like, drool all over her face. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Bob's just keeps trying to, like, lick her cheek. And it... <laughs> So she's a little flustered or a little stressed. So when she tries to go, she accidentally reverses and then slams on the brakes, which causes Bob to, like, smack his head on the dashboard and all the cotton falls out of his mouth. And then they drive forward. Um, so then we get a small time jump. TBD. How long? Who knows? Doesn't really matter. Uh, but Bob is waking up in bed and he's holding his cheek sore from the dentist and he opens his eyes and sees gail standing over him and like how long was she in there was she just like standing there waiting for him to wake up wild yeah so she must have been she must have been (laughs) so he's surprised he's like oh gail like what are you doing here um which is fair like you know gail's showing up was a complete surprise to everybody involved so like nowhere in the realm of bob's brain was gail anywhere near his family that day but yeah it is what it is so gail says you know i can't believe we did that bob that was a huge mistake we can't do it again although we both want to (laughs) (laughs) oh love it and bob is confused still and says you know what are you talking about and gail's like she's my sister bob nice (laughs) i love her accent so much linda can never know and bob is still confused he's like what what can't linda know i don't know what you're talking about and gail finally tells him that they made love with their mouths (laughs) and bob is like we kissed and gail's like yes in the car after you fondled my buttocks at the dentist's office (laughs) And I love buttocks, like not just butt, buttocks. Yeah, buttocks. <laughs> and Bob is like, but Linda picked me up. And then he starts to actually remember what's going on. And then it was actually Gail. And he's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And having flashbacks of like him grabbing her butt and then them licking each other's faces, AKA kissing. <laughs> so Gail now thinks that Bob is obsessed with her. She says, you know, all these years, Bob, you could only keep those feelings bottled up for so long now you're my boyfriend and so bob tries to reason with gail and he's like listen like i was heavily drugged (laughs) and she's she's not she's not she's not having it she's here for the drama she's like you know tell no one and then she leaves the room very dramatically 
And Bob immediately is like, oh my God, what am I, what am I going to tell Linda? And <laughs> Gail pokes her head back in and she's like, nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. What a stressful situation to wake up into. I know, seriously. So then down in the restaurant, we see Teddy, you know, sipping some coffee. He's reading the paper. Jean and Louise are sitting in a booth. Louise is, you know, making very happy noises as she's sucking on this jawbreaker. And Jean is making kind of angry noises at all of Louise's happy noises. And so he proposes a new challenge. Whoever can listen to Teddy tell that story about his towels the longest wins. (laughs) I love it so much. I do too. I love it. And so Louise is game. She says, okay. So they go over to Teddy and Jean's like, hey, like, what were you saying about your towels? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you want to hear about this? Like, So Teddy starts to elaborate. And he's like, oh, how I noticed my towels are slightly different colors. And, you know, he, he started kind of spiraling. And like, was were they the same color when I bought them? Have I washed one more than the other over the years? What do I do now? Can I wash the other one to make it match? Should I return them should i pretend i don't notice can i still use them <laughs> as guest towels what am i gonna have guests just like really i don't know i don't know what to do yeah <laughs> he's just you know really getting into it and honestly after this episode i did start paying more attention to the colors of my towels i don't know if you did that it's but... like relatable well we like we have white towels currently uh-huh. so like hopefully they all stay very white but like it's a relatable thing of like, why is this one like a little bit more faded than the other one? And like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. So after, you know, Teddy kind of goes through all this, Jean is like, oh, you bought some at an estate sale once, didn't you? And Louise is like, no, he didn't. Before <laughs> Teddy starts to tell the story, but Louise is out. She's like, okay, Jean, you win. And she gives him the jawbreaker and she walks away. Um, and Teddy, <laughs> the sweet man that he is, is like, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll wait you know tell louise get back she loves my stories but like this whole thing makes me think that gene had like heard this story before and i feel Mm -hmm. like that's a little bit of an unfair advantage yeah totally because he kind of knows what he knew he yeah he's like leading the conversation right like he even knew about the estate sale thing so yeah in the kitchen bob tells linda that they need to talk because something happened earlier in the day and Linda says, she knows, you know, he went to the dentist. <laughs> she says, I'm so proud of my little Bobby baby teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But Bob says, no, he kissed Gail. He tells her that he was on drugs that Dr. Yap gave him and he thought Gail was her. And now Gail thinks they're going steady or something, which first of all, love Bob and Linda's marriage. Really do. Mm-hmm. Second of all, love the phrase going steady. We don't, yes. we don't say that anymore. No. <laughs> So Linda, kind of throwing a curveball, is like, oh, this is wonderful. I know. I love she goes, that is wonderful. (laughs) And Bob's like, what? And Linda says she's not upset because Gail is feeling happier and healthier and they just need to give her whatever she needs. (laughs) And Bob is like, whatever she needs. And Linda's like, yeah, whatever she needs. And... (laughs) Bob says, what happens if she wants to have sex with me? And Linda's like, whatever she needs. (laughs) Bob is like, sex? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So Linda elaborates a little bit. And she says that Gail has always wanted what she's had. And that, you know, she let her believe that she was dating Linda's high school boyfriend, Carl, for three years. And that after she dated Carl, she had the confidence to go after Vinny. Bob is the Carl in this story. And so eventually Gail will find herself another Vinny. Mm -hmm. And then just... 
absolutely wild that Carl was cool with going along with it. Yeah. For three years. Totally. So <laughs> Bob is still not really game with it, but Linda's like, great, we have a plan. Okay. So she tells Bob to go get cleaned up for dinner because he has to look nice. <laughs> and she says, <laughs> I know someone who likes you. <laughs> So that evening, everyone's sitting around the table for dinner. Linda asks Gail if she's seeing anyone, and Gail is like, oh, funny you should ask. I actually just met someone. I feel like a teenager again, except my breasts are more even now. (laughs) (laughs) And then she, we see, like, underneath the table, Gail has, like, kind of started moving her foot towards Bob's crotch, and she's, like, saying weird thing she's saying it's like biting into a piece of forbidden fruit unwashed fruit so dirty i mustn't i mustn't but i mustn't not and while she's doing this she's basically just giving bob a foot job like Mm -hmm. that's just what's happening it's uh, big yikes it's just it's not great not great (laughs) do you remember those socks though like she has those socks that have like the little like weird like pom-pom on the end yeah that you can wear with sandals Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> or in your shoe. I don't know. I always wore them with like those um those clear like jelly sandals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Height of fashion. God, we were so right? cool. Off <laughs> oh, in the two thousands. That was like yeah. Listen Height of fashion for sure. That fashion is coming back. Yeah. Like, which is like terrifying, comforting. I don't know how I feel. I don't like it. I gotta be honest, because we thought it was so cool. When mm-hmm. we were younger. And like now I'm like, oh God. But a new generation of people is going to think that it's so cool. And then they're mm-hmm. going to also have to be like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> so we learned. We learned our lesson, guys. We don't need to wear patchwork denim skirts. No. Yes. No. <laughs> Especially ones that go all the way down to our ankles. Oh Absolutely my God. Not. Yeah. <laughs> Some real uh, keep sweet, pray, and obey energy happening. Yeah, there. seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> Oh, God. Terrible. Anyways, so yes, those socks. So when this happens, Bob has had enough. He gets up. He, like, stands up immediately. And he's like, Linda, we need to have a word. Meet me in the hallway. And he tells her he can't do it anymore and that she had her toes in his crotch. Very fair. And Linda's Mm -hmm. like, no, no, this is working. Like, let's just go have dessert. So she walks back into the kitchen. She starts, she's saying, who wants cookie dough ice cream? And everyone shouts... Or Jean shouts me, and then in a different voice goes, and me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Jean is hoping for a double scoop, I guess. So now we have a little montage of Gail just being creepy. Like, there's no other, there's no nicer Mm -hmm. way to put it. She's just being real weird, as one way or another, sung by Gail, also plays. Yes. Also a creepy song, okay? Just all weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) One way or another is originally sung by Blondie, if anyone was caring. So we get, um, you know, this montage of Gail being creepy, plus, you know, some more challenges between Jean and Louise about the jawbreaker. So the montage with Bob and Gail includes Bob being in the restaurant kitchen and Gail, like, comes in, grabs a pickle out of a jar and then, like, suggestively puts it in her coffee mug. (laughs) Weird. Gail doing the dishes in the upstairs kitchen and then... Bob walks in to get a drink out of the fridge and when she sees him, she, like, sprays her boobs with the faucet for like a wet t-shirt look (laughs) and then bob in the bathroom getting his toothbrush and gail behind him in a robe which she undoes and then flashes bob and he screams no (laughs) 
Lord. And then the the kids, um, it's Jean and Louise spinning on the restaurant stools until one of them falls over. Louise wins the jawbreaker at this. Then Jean and Louise squeezing lemon juice into their eyes until one of them gives up and rinses it out. And then Jean wins back the jawbreaker. But the whole montage ends after Gail flashes Bob and he screams no. That was the, the moment. Oh, God. It's just yeah. not great. Mm -hmm. So we now flash forward again. They are back at the dentist. Dr. Yap is finishing up some work that Bob needed. So we know what he does now because he sings on his, you know, little guitar with a little (laughs) mouthpiece. Your tooth is a king. Now it's got a crown on it. (laughs) Like Peter Frampton. So we know that the first visit must have been to like do, you know, drilling, filling, whatever. And then putting the crown as the second appointment. But amazing. He has a whole setup for his instrument. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> um, so Dr. Yap asks, if, asks Bob if he has any plans for the weekend. And Bob says, well, I have a family, so I don't make plans. <laughs> <laughs> Again, relatable. So relatable. Oh, and so Dr. Yap says he was planning to go to his timeshare for the weekend. And he invited his hygienist, who can't come. And she also quit. Probably totally unrelated. and so he invites bob and family since they practically paid for half of it (laughs) and bob starts to decline saying that you know gail is in town and dr yap shows some interest and he says oh you mean the amateur brunette mature that picked you up (laughs) i'd let that happen (laughs) i hate that i hate that as a descriptor i know it's fine it's fine so Bob gets excited, though, at this, the fact that Dr. Yap is showing interest. And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, Dr. Yap, like, you're the Vinny. Yeah, let's go. Like, can you handle the mm-hmm. kids? And Dr. Yap says, yes, he can handle the kids. And it's biologically proven that children lead to sexual intercourse and vice versa. <laughs> children lead to intercourse, he goes. <laughs> Amazing. And Bob is like, okay, don't say that. But yeah, <laughs> it's now a plan. So Bob, Linda, the kids, and Gail are all going to join Dr. Yap at his timeshare and hopefully make a love connection between Dr. Yap and Gail. Got a plan. So we now flash forward to everyone in the car without Gail. She apparently managed her own ride, or I don't know if Dr. Yap took her, whatever. But it's just yeah. Peter. Peter? Holy crap. Peter Frampton. <laughs> He came along. <laughs> Peter Frampton's in the trunk. Uh, <laughs> but it's just... <laughs> it's just Bob and Linda and the kids in the car driving up the mountain. So <laughs> in the back seat, Louise tells Jean that the jawbreaker may be going up the mountain with him, but it'll be coming back down with her. And Jean says, oh, what was that? I couldn't hear you with my jawbreaker in my ear. And he, like, takes the jawbreaker and, like, pokes it into his ear and starts rubbing it and saying, rubby, rubby, ear, ear. (laughs) And this is, I don't know, interesting. It hasn't changed size at all. It's it's the everlasting gobstopper is what's happening. Yeah, seriously. And so then in the front, Linda, you know, turns back to the kids and she tells them to shush. And that they are Dr. Yap's guests for the night and they need to behave themselves. And Tina says, yeah, don't embarrass me. We just need to act like a normal family on vacation with their sexy dentist. (laughs) (laughs) Which that line also is very relatable. When we were kids, whenever we would go out to dinner or anything, my dad would always say, pretend you've been in public before. (laughs) That was his version of the pep talk. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, pretend you've been in public. So they are pulling up to the cabin. They see Dr. Yap and Gail seemingly getting along pretty well they're in a little snowball fight very cute very hallmark movie 
Linda says, you know, see, Bob, it's working. She feels good about herself. So that means she's going to be Dr. Yap's problem. Um, so your work is done. No more kissing my sister. <laughs> and the kids are confused at kissing my sister. And Bob is like, mm-hmm. oh, um, it's an expression for um, peeing in the shower. Uh, I'm not going to pee in the shower anymore. <laughs> and the kids are confused. And Louise is like, why can't he do that? And Jean's like, well, why bring it up now? <laughs> <laughs> and Louise is like, it all goes right down the drain. Like, <laughs> oh, poor kids. And Bob is like, okay, you know what? Let's all kiss her sister. <laughs> and the kids I love cheer. That. They're like, yay. <laughs> so out of the car, Bob walks over to Gail and he's like, oh, you and Dr. Yap really seem to be hitting it off. Like, yay. And Gail, (laughs) throwing a whole ass wrench into everything, says that, you know, Bob, like, you planned the perfect cover for us to have a romantic weekend. (laughs) And Bob's like, what? And she's like, yeah, you pretend flirt with Linda, I'll fake flirt with Dr. Yap, and then we can sneak off and hit the slopes. My slopes. My slopes. (laughs) (laughs) She, like, kind of gestures to her boobs. Oh, poor Bob. Everything that happens to Bob in this episode is against his will. I feel Mm -hmm. so bad. I know. It's It's one of those ones. So then inside the cabin, Dr. Dr. I cannot. Dr. (laughs) Yap is showing everyone around. He's giving them a little tour. First, he says, let there be light. And he turns on an electric fireplace. Which is very underwhelming. Let there be light. He goes and it's like like the smallest flames <laughs> itty bitty little like it yeah light for like one square foot yeah <laughs> um and then so he kind of gestures around he introduces the cabin as the yap trap <laughs> and tina does this really little awkward like oh you caught me <laughs> in the yap trap so he shows bob and linda to their room saying that it's uh, soundproof walls and then he kind of whispers so don't hold back and Jean. <laughs> This is a very cute part of the episode, even though it's like mixed into a very weird part of the episode. Yeah. But he's like, he's like, oh my gosh, I can do whatever. I can yell whatever I want. No one can hear me. So he shuts himself inside the room and we do hear him scream. I love my family. I <laughs> know. Really cute. So cute. Like, that's very you, cute. You think no one can hear you when you want to yell something. And yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. So next up is the kids room, which has mirrors on the ceiling. <laughs> and the bed has like a tiger print comforter and there's some candles on the dresser it seems like maybe this should have been dr yap's room but i'm not here to judge yeah (laughs) so tina notices the mirrored ceiling she tells dr yap to look up and she says hi to him in the mirror a couple times they're like hi 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 Hi. and then she's like okay (laughs) i'll I'll see you in real life and then they like kind of pan down and she's like hi Hi. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. And so that's then like they... me flirting. <laughs> I just stare at people and hope that they pick up the vibes that my brain is sending out mostly. So then they get to the third room. Dr. Yap says, Oh, there's only one more bedroom, but two people left. Me and me Gail. Me and Gail. <laughs> what are we going to do? Like, you know. Yeah. Honestly though, in like my my silly little romance books, that's one of my favorite tropes is like two people, mm. one bed. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, I love it so much. Anyways, um, so Bob is like, oh, Gail, like this room looks comfy. Like I'll put your stuff in here. You should stay with Dr. Yap. And Gail's like, no, no, no. I'd rather just sleep with you and Linda. So no to that. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Yap kind of takes the rejection in stride. He like kind of laughs and says like, oh, we'll figure it out later. Don't you worry. 
So the last stop is the jacuzzi, a.k.a. the jacuzzi. Jacuzzi. <laughs> uh, which is revealed by Dr. Yap opening the, like, very slow automatic blinds. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's a very slow reveal to this jacuzzi. And he says, you know, it doesn't get hot, but the bubbles still work. And Gail... <laughs> which makes me laugh so much. I don't know. It's funny. And Gail, like, leans into Bob and says, we can make it hot. Like, mm-hmm. ugh. So uncomfortable by the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Yap is like, all right, who's ready to go skiing? Let's go get dressed. Um, and Bob pulls him aside and says, like, hey, what happened? I thought you and Gail were hitting it off. And Dr. Yap says, she's a fighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he likes this. And not to worry, because he has the prince on his side. And so now we cut to a scene of the Prince of Persuasia, his video. We finally get to see these lessons that he's teaching. And so it, you know, the, the Prince of Persuasia, he comes out into the view of the camera looking like uh, Austin Powers with like kind of the frilly shirt and the soul patch and all this good mm-hmm. stuff. And he yeah. says, uh, hello there, my brothers. I almost didn't see you. <laughs> <laughs> and then introduces it. himself as the Prince of Persuasia. And he had been wearing glasses and he like takes them off very dramatically when he says prince of persuasia so now we get to hear his three steps into quote persuading women step one trap your princess physically (laughs) corner her in a room and eventually in your life (laughs) step two insult your princess insult her face her body her brain her car the lower her self-esteem the higher your chances bro it's been biologically proven by me (laughs) god i hate it and step three brag not lying, but close. Make up a story <laughs> about how you single-handedly murdered a wild animal. Your story is going to release a hormone deep inside her body called insatia. It makes women ovulate for sex. <laughs> so, I love it, though. Like, it's so stupid. And yeah, like, those are his three steps. But yeah. uh, public service announcement. Do not do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually terrible advice. Yes, this Please will not. Please do not. Yeah. Think that you will win a woman's heart by physically cornering her and then insulting yeah. <laughs> her. Please no. So we kind of zoom back. Dr. Yap is watching this on a screen in his room and Tina is behind him watching from the doorway. So Dr. Yap's giving himself a refresher to pick up Gale. Tina's learning brand new information to use to hit on Dr. Yap. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so now we cut outside. Uh, everyone's in a ski shop. And Dr. Yap is utilizing step one. He's trapping Gail uh, in a corner of the ski shop. He's like holding a ski and not letting her get around him. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Bob is with Linda and Tina and says, you know, Gene and Louise don't want to ski, but do you want to take a lesson so we can ski? And uh, unfortunately for Bob, <laughs> both Linda and Tina already know how to ski. They apparently came up to the mountain for the Tom Selleck charity event, Ski for Babies. And for every jump he went off, they were going to give $100 to a baby. (laughs) But Tom Selleck was a no-show, so it was just a bunch of people standing around with cameras and babies. (laughs) (laughs) What an amazing event. And I love that this, like, tracks her, like, Linda's whole, like, Tom Selleck obsession. Yeah. Which is so random, but so funny. Well, and she's passing it on to Tina, clearly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. Uh, so Bob is like, okay, well, I'll just skip the lesson. I'll figure it out as I go. Uh, another PSA. Don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please do take lessons and be safe. Don't just wing it when it comes to skiing or anything, any sport that involves throwing your body down a mountain. Don't yeah. wing it. <laughs> On a hill. Yeah. On two toothpicks. Don't, don't wing yeah. it. Okay? 
<sighs> so now everyone's at the lift, minus Jean and Louise, who are doing their own thing. Linda abandons Bob <laughs> to get on the lift, and she's like, oh, sorry, missed ya. So <laughs> Linda's really not being, like, wife of the year in this episode, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And so Bob ends up with Gail, who, like, gets on the bench with him and, like, leans very heavily against him. And then Tina ends up sitting with Dr. Yap, who also is realizing she's utilizing step one of the prince's teachings by trapping her princess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. So in the Bob and Gail lift, Gail is saying it's their chance, but then they can't because it's too visible. And they should go do it in the forest or in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) And in the Tina and Dr. Yap lift, Tina's trying to utilize step two by insulting Dr. Yap, saying, your face is fat. And then immediately saying, just kidding, no, it's not, it's perfect, I'm sorry. Um, but Dr. Yap, who had headbuds in, or headphones in, did not hear it. <laughs> headbuds. Headbuds. Headbuds in. <laughs> headphones, earbuds. Sorry. And then Linda, um, in her lift by herself, she is singing per usual. La, 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 living it up. Great times on the ski lift. Mm-hmm. And then on the ground, we see Jean and Louise continuing with their challenges for the jawbreaker. Louise says they should shovel snow in their pants, and the first person to give up or get hypothermia and die loses. And Louise ends up being victorious, so she gets the jawbreaker back from Jean. So now at the top of the hill, everyone is off the ski lift. Bob, you know, takes off, leaving behind uh, Dr. Yap and Gail, but his skis are in kind of a weird triangle formation so he's not going mm-hmm. very fast but he says no at the bottom so dr yap tries to use step three on gail by saying the last time i was out in the wilderness i had to snap a wolf's neck while holding an orphan <laughs> <laughs> uh, but gail doesn't care she just chases after bob and she's like wait for me <laughs> and so after gail leaves tina kind of sides sidles over to dr yap and says one time in pe i beat a dog <laughs> at basketball <laughs> It's like literally my fate. One of my favorite lines. It's so good. I love it so much. And Doctor Yap is not listening again, and so he like looks after Gail, and he's like, "Oh, playing hard to get, I see." And then takes off, and then Tina immediately also says, "Oh, playing hard to get, I see," mm-hmm. <laughs> and takes off after Doctor Yap, and then Linda. Um, also, finally leaps off the hill, saying, "Here we go!" And now everyone is skiing. There's some kind of vaguely James Bond, super spy kind of music playing as they're all going down the hill. Bob is struggling to maintain balance because he didn't take a lesson. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't do that. No. And Gail is pursuing him. Like, really, like, Mm -hmm. really pursuing him. Intensely. And then uh, Dr. Yap is trying to pursue Gail. So Linda ends up skating up next to Dr. Yap and compliments his ski suit, asking what size he is, apparently a men's petite six. (laughs) And then she says that they should swap later. Swapsies. (laughs) Before then saying, last one down's a chimichanga and jets off. So Gail has now gotten close enough to Bob to kind of like yell at him. And she says, or not yell. I think they're just talking. Loudly talking because they're moving. Yeah. Um, but she says that they should look for a secluded part of the woods so that they can be alone. And Bob is like, um, no thanks, before accidentally veering off of course. Um, Gail thinks that this is him agreeing, and she's like, ooh, perfect. And so she follows him. And Dr. Yap sees this happening, sees Gail heading into the woods, and says, <laughs> oh, God. He says that he'll just follow Gail's insatia trail and take like, a big <laughs> whiff of the air. <laughs> 
And then uh, he, like, starts following her. And then Tina also takes a big whiff, but she does not slow down like Dr. Yap did. And so she takes the tumble over a hill and mm-hmm. she says she's okay. So <sighs> now the players are Tina has fallen. Gail has followed Bob into the woods. Dr. Yap has followed Gail. And Linda is still just heading down the slope like normal, I think. That's where everyone's at. There's a lot of players happening in this game. Um, so now we cut back over to Jean and Louise who have started another challenge at Jean's suggestion to find out who can build a better snowman. And Louise is pretty confident about this. She says she basically majored in snowman building, but Jean says, no, 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 we need to build it up there and points to, um, kind of the, like the ski slope behind another small hill that skiers are jumping off of. So where people are actively flinging their whole bodies down a hill Mm -hmm. is where he wants it to happen. So just like another fun PSA, don't do this. Yeah, no. (laughs) Do not do this. None of this episode is smart. No. So we cut back to Gail, who is chasing Bob, saying she's going to catch him. And Bob is like, please, like, Gail, this is not funny. I am out of control. He's like wobbling on his skis. Uh, But Gail says, oh, I'm out of control, too. Mm -hmm. Emotionally, not about her skis. And then we cut back to Jean and Louise, who have completed their snowmen. Very fast snowman building. Jean's is named Greg Lisa. It is an androgynous <laughs> snowman from Thailand. <laughs> oh, my God. And Louise's snowman is a self-portrait of her from the future, where she owns a falcon who holds on to her jawbreaker for her. <laughs> and then, like, the actual jawbreaker is in the mouth, like, in the beak of the snow falcon. Mm-hmm. So, yes. But suddenly, Bob comes plowing over the hill, screaming causing Jean and Louise to jump out of the way, thankfully, out of harm's way. Um, Bob crashes through Louise's snowman, so Jean wins, but the jawbreaker ends up in Bob's mouth. Um, So neither kid has the jawbreaker at this point. So Bob crashes, he falls, thankfully not getting horribly injured, but like I said, the jawbreaker's in his mouth, so he breaks his tooth. So Gail skis up to Bob saying, oh, we're finally alone, which like they just passed by the kids. So Mm -hmm. whatever. And she sits on top of him. Not great. And Bob is like, no, like Gail, stop it. I hurt myself. And she does not care. (laughs) And she tells Bob that she's not wearing anything under her snowsuit, except her long underwear and her socks and her other socks and a maxi pad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she like grabs her boobs when she's saying this so gail leans down she tries to kiss bob and he says ow and that he needs dr yap he's in pain and gail is like oh we don't need him anymore bob and resumes trying to kiss him while he's screaming and dr yap kind of steps out from behind a tree he's seeing everything that's going on and he walks up to them and he's like oh hi bob it's like a really weird voice and bob is like dr yap like thank god you're here <laughs> And Gail is continuing to do what she's doing. She, like, (laughs) grabs Bob's hands. (laughs) She says, this one goes here. And, like, puts one of his hands on her boobs. And then starts moving the other one down south and saying, and this one's here. And Mm -hmm. Bob is like, no, Gail. And, like, rolls her over. So now he's on top of her, kind of pinning her down so that she stops touching Mm -hmm. him. And at this point... (laughs) Uh, Linda walks up and she's like, Bobby. And Bob is relieved because he's like, okay, Linda, this has all gone way too far. You need Mm -hmm. to tell everyone what's happening. Like, this is ridiculous. And Dr. Yap is like, Linda, like I saw these two fooling around. 
And Gail apologizes to Linda. She's saying, like, I'm sorry you had to witness our foreplay. (laughs) And Linda's pissed. She's like, I can't believe it. You're a hurtful slut, Bob. (laughs) And that line I love. I love saying you're a hurtful slut. Mm -hmm. So now we cut to everyone at the cabin. So clearly somebody found Tina. Or she got up when she tumbled. It's fine. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. And Bob is laying on the table. And Dr. Yap, who has now donned yellow gloves, is putting cotton in his mouth, saying he doesn't have any Novocaine with him. So unfortunately for Bob, he will be experiencing some pain. (laughs) It's still in his, like, very creepy voice, and Bob is making kind of, like, upset noises around the cotton. Linda says a little pain might do him some good, bring him back to his senses. (laughs) But Bob is like, no, I need drugs. (laughs) Oh, so now the kids start giving ideas. Louise says they should tie his tooth to the front door and then order a pizza and tell the guy to let himself in. <laughs> and Jean says that that idea is dumb. And what they should do is tie the tooth to a deer and tell the deer he's late for a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob does Which his I love. Jean. <laughs> yeah. I love that one, though. Oh, me too. So then leaning down very close to Bob's face, Dr. Yap continues to be creepy and says they are two princes going after the same princess, but only one of them has pliers. And then he, like, kisses Bob's forehead. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Um, and then he, like, no no additional foreplay. He grabs Bob's tooth with the pliers and yanks it out, and uh, Bob screams and then passes out. So Louise grabs the extracted tooth off of the table and is like, I got Dad's tooth. And then she puts it in her mouth, and I hate it. And she says, oh, who am I? Who am I? And does an impression. And she's like, oh, my tooth hurts. Hate it. I hate this. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. This is like even, this is like jawbreaker, like times two. Like, it's just so gross. It's terrible. Zero it's out gross. of 10 stars. I would know this exact no. scene. Nasty. Ugh. So Jean says he wants the tooth. And Louise says to challenge her for it. And so Jean says, okay, cool. Whoever can drink the most jacuzzi water wins. <laughs> and they both run off. Ugh. So Tina tells Dr. Yap that, um, you know, earlier she fell for him. But after watching him torture her dad, she thinks that Bradoff is just friends with dental benefits. <laughs> and Dr. Yap's like, okay. <laughs> so Dr. Yap turns to Gail and says, you know, now that Bob's out of the picture, maybe you and I can go for a nice cold dip in the jacuzzi. <laughs> nice cold dip. Oh, my God. But Gail declines, and she's like, nah, just let me know when Bob wakes up. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Yap is upset. He's like, I did all three steps before breaking down and saying nobody likes me. But, like, did I miss it, or did he not do step number two? When did he insult? I don't remember him insulting Gail. Yeah, I guess he didn't. I don't think he did. If he did, he did it off screen. Yeah. Anyways, he's really upset. He's saying, I did all three steps. He starts crying and saying, nobody likes me. Linda's trying to comfort him and saying, like, oh, people like you, little baby. And, like, shushing Mm -hmm. him as Dr. Yap just kind of continues to squeal, sob. And Linda tells him not to worry about Gail and that he's a good guy and he's a real catch. And so Bob wakes up, you know, he says, ow. And he asks what happened. Dr. Yap turns on him and says, you... Linda wasn't enough, huh? You had to have Gail, too? (laughs) And Bob is like, well, maybe you should drop the entire persuasion thing, and then maybe Gail would pay attention to you. And Dr. Yap, who is trying to make Bob jealous at this point, says, oh, well, Linda pays attention to me. She said she wanted to get in my snowsuit. 
didn't you, Linda? And Linda's like, I did. Mm-hmm. As Gail walks back into the room and says, oh, you did? <laughs> and Gail says, Linda, you're in love with Dr. Yep. <laughs> and then Linda, in a um, bout of super fucked up reverse psychology, says, yes, she is in love with Dr. Yap. Mm-hmm. And she kind of grabs his arm. And so Bob, continuing to be confused, says, like, what? What is happening? What's going on? And Linda and Gail kind of do this weird little fight over Dr. Yap where, like, they each grab one of his arms. Mm-hmm. Dr. Yap is kind of into it. And yeah. he's like, ooh, who's going to get me? Who's going to get me? And, you know, Gail's like, I knew from the moment we met that this short, weird, musky dentist was the man <laughs> of my dreams. I love it. <laughs> anyway, so they do this weird little tug, whatever. Linda gives up. Gail wins. And uh, they walk out of the room, Gail and Dr. Yak walk out. And so after they leave, Linda turns to Bob and she's like, Oh, it all worked out. And Bob is like, what? (laughs) Like, okay, Mm -hmm. no, no, it did not work out. And you slapped me and I lost a tooth. (laughs) And Linda says, you know, when she saw Gail, Oh my gosh. The way she says it. When I saw Gail on top of my Bobby kissing Mm -hmm. him and touching him, I just went mental. I went mental. Yeah. (laughs) And Bob says that he will never kiss her sister again for real this time. Not just peeing in the shower. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the kids run back into the room. Jean is holding the tooth and Louise gives the next challenge. The first person to catch a squirrel wins. Gene says he's a squirrel whisperer and then he and Louise run out while Tina walks behind them. So they're just, the, the tooth is the new jawbreaker and I hate it so much. <sighs> so Bob is still confused. He's basically like, Linda, like you put me up to this. Like, what do you mean you went mental? And Linda says she didn't like seeing it with her own eyes. <laughs> and then she says, hey, but at least we got to go skiing. That was fun, right? <laughs> do you want to do your Linda impression? That was fun, right? (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the kids come back into the room. Gene says he has one while holding a squirrel like a baby. Louise says it's not fair because the squirrel's dead. And Gene says it's not dead. It's just sleeping. Tina, who's still playing referee, says that Gene wins the tooth. And Gene puts it in his mouth. But not like like Louise did where she like stuck it like it was one of her teeth. He just like throws it into his mouth like it's the jawbreaker. I hate it. And he says, oh, let's get out of here, squirrel. So... Now we're at the end credits. <laughs> Yay. Yay. And this time we get animation of Tina in front of a TV and she has a notepad and she's taking notes while we're hearing more advice from the prince. Um, Jean and Louise like run behind her at one point with Jean holding a squirrel and then they kind of come back into the frame and watch the video with her. And Jean also like makes the squirrel watch the TV with them. So <laughs> the pieces of advice that we get from this end credits the Prince of Persuasion's video is, (laughs) gotta hate them, Uh, dress like her dad. It releases a hormone called monotonin. (laughs) When you get into an elevator with a woman, press a higher number than her and then make a big deal about it. (laughs) Push her into a lake. (laughs) I love them all so much. Be one of the tallest guys in the bar and brag about how long your butt crack is. (laughs) Sing a song that you supposedly heard on the radio and then it Then make fun of her for not knowing it. Use the word idiot. (laughs) Never make her pancakes. Force her to make you pancakes in the middle of the night. (laughs) So good. And that's the last piece of advice. And the episode ends. Woo! I feel like I just ran a mouth marathon. 
<sighs> Anyways, all right. So I have been talking for a very long time, so I will ask you, what are some of your favorite moments from the episode? So I love this episode so much. I just feel like it's such a good one. I love getting to see Dr. Yap as like just a character. He's amazing. I love your tooth is a king now. It's got a crown on it. It's like one of my favorite <laughs> like that. lines in particular. I love let's all kiss our sister in reference to peeing in the shower versus like actually kissing their sister or you know Linda's sister. And just like all of like Tina like trying to get to Dr. Yap. Like we know that she's boy crazy. We know that she loves, you know, the chase. I love one time in PE I beat a dog at basketball is like one of my favorites. I don't know. There's so many. Those are like the ones that stick out to me. But even like rewatching this, I watched this the other day and like I just laughed like the whole entire episode. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. No, it's definitely very funny. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of like there's a lot there's just a lot going on it's a, it's yes. a packed story it is hilarious what about you what are your favorites uh so i i love just all of the nonsense that is the prince of persuasia and i'm mm -hmm. honestly really glad that they brought him back as like another in another episode as another side character because i don't know that's just such a funny character concept just in general yes. is like you know kind of the huckster mm-hmm <laughs> His advice is trash. Okay, nobody should yes. ever listen to his advice, but it's a funny character. I also love all of Jean and Louise's challenges for each other. Mm -hmm. Like, they're setting them themselves, and they come up with such horrible stuff. <laughs> Why would they do yeah. that to themselves? And Tina. Poor Tina going along with it. I know. It's <sighs> so gross, though. It really is. It really is. Um, but the challenges themselves are funny. And then uh, yeah. I love, like... I feel like so often in like kind of the cartoon shows that are more geared towards adults, the couples that exist and even on regular TV too, like there's always such a trope of like, you know, married people that hate each other. Mm -hmm. And like, it's nice, even though Linda is absolutely goddamn insane in this episode. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not being a good wife in this episode, in my opinion, because she's not listening to Bob. But in general, I think that they do have a really good relationship. And I think that that was exhibited in the fact that, like, Bob immediately told Linda what happened. And Linda, mm -hmm. like, wasn't mad. She had a crazy plan, but she wasn't yeah. mad. <laughs> yeah. Did you... Not did you. Good Lord. What would you give this on a scale of one to ten burgers? I would say, like, a nine. I don't know. This is like one of my favorite ones. Like it's not one that I watch, like rewatch often, but it's one of those ones that like when I do watch it, I'm like, what a joy. Like it's just such a joy. Like there's no, besides the jawbreaker, tooth, mouth swap plot line that I, Ugh. you know, I cannot stand. Like everything else is such a, it's just funny. It's funny, like, the Prince of Persuasia is funny. Dr. Yap is funny. Gail's, like, love triangle that she's creating on her own is funny. Like, it's yeah. just, like, one of those episodes. And, like, it's not really chaotic in the way that there's, like, a ton happening in 22 minutes that you're like, oh, my God, it's too much. But, you know, it, like, sets the stage for some characters we will see. And, you know, I don't know. I think it's... It's... Like, a, you know, we've talked many times about how season two, like, kind of pumps them out. 
like yeah. churns out the hits, you know? And this is one of those to me. Yeah. What no, about you? I'm, what do you think? I'm in line with you. I would say probably maybe like an eight and a half, but like mm-hmm. it's definitely a very good episode. And I do, yeah. I like the characters. I like Dr. Yap as a character. I think he's absolutely ridiculous. Love seeing a return of Gail. You know, she's insane, but she's also, yes. you know, I'm a crazy aunt, so can't yeah. really hate her that much. <laughs> and I just, I, I don't know. I feel like every time Bob's Burgers does an episode where like the actual premise of it is really realistic and then it just spirals mm-hmm. so out of control. Like it's so funny to me the general the general like, idea yeah. of like this weird totally. like let's go on this family vacation to set up gail and dr yeah but gail you know isn't really into it and, and, and like i don't know there's just like the the nugget the initial premise of this episode is is realistic and so i love any time that bob's burgers does that where they'll have something that's like oh okay this is a situation that a normal person can find themselves in and then because yeah. of you know, animated comedy hilarity. It just gets taken mm-hmm. to yeah. a ridiculous Totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, definitely, definitely a good one. And I, I do love Dr. Yap as a character. I think he's, he's, he's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All the episodes with him are very interesting. Like my big fat yeah. freak, Bob. That's, yes. That's a funny one too. <laughs> when we really get to learn about him. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, but well, I definitely did not make the burger because I was going to, to be fair, not with rye bread because I'm not a big fan of rye, but, you know, I like the other ingredients in there. You know, I like avocado, like mustard, like cheese. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that sounds great. I can make like a, a regular burger with mustard and avocado. And then my sister's dog decided to eat something (laughs) that he should not have and i spent way too long at the emergency vet so well i didn't spend all the time there he was at the emergency vet and then i was like paranoid that he was gonna die yeah so i like stayed up all night watching him so (sighs) i did not make a burger i ate a bagel (laughs) did not involve any cooking did you happen to make a burger no, I was going to say I did not have any of that drama happening and I still did not make a burger. Well, I, I feel like, say, but now I'm off. I'm like, I should, I should be better. You're in the buffer period though. I feel like whenever you have like any kind of break, you always take like a couple of weeks at the front and a couple of yeah. weeks at the end. Yeah. It's like the to buffers kinda, of yeah, like, totally. first I need to get into the unwinding mode and mm-hmm. then I need to get back into the work mode. Out. So you're in yeah. your buffer. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Well, I think that is everything. Boy, oh boy, am I going to have a good we time did it. cutting this down. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, y'all. We did it. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, oh, we have so much time. Like, let's start recording at like 1045 a.m. It's fucking two o'clock. It's 503 <laughs> p.m. Marilyn. You need to go eat dinner. You need to let Steve come back inside. I know. He's like, hello. It's like about to start raining. He's like, can I come in? No, Steve. Stay out there. Stay I'm outside in the I would never. Um, okay. Well, thank you, everyone. <laughs> this is Bob's Cast with Kim and Emily. This was season two, episode six, Dr. Yap, that we talked about for a long time. This a was minute. an interesting afternoon. Mm-hmm. Next episode is going to be Moody Foodie, which I'm pretty pretty jazzed about i'm a big Mm -hmm. fan of that one love anything to do with food critics to be completely honest with you though we have an instagram it's at bobscastpod we also have a gmail bobscastpod at gmail.com if anyone would like to reach out and 
ask questions or provide feedback or, you know, whatever. If you are feeling it, feeling nice, and you want to rate and or subscribe to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, that would be really, really delightful. You know, I'm just saying it is my birth month, so everyone probably should do that just as like a little birthday gift to me. I understand it's also your birthday, but I'm a Leo, so mine is, you know, cancer season. We're just, we're just going to skip over that. No, right you know how I feel about that. <laughs> that makes me very upset to hear it, but I know. I Why do you think I, I said it? Don't be silly. Anyways, so it's both of our birth months, um, mm-hmm. mostly mine, but also Kim's. So if you don't, <laughs> if you don't follow and subscribe, you will, you know, that's very mean for you to do during our birth month. Mm-hmm. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else you want to add before we sign off and you can go let Steve back inside? Well, that's it. That's us. That's Bobcast. And stay fresh, meat bags. <laughs> stay fresh. <laughs> <laughs>